CNN got a new boss after losing Zucker, and now, of course, the uh, new boss declares his affiliation and uh, whatever else to the left of center. The new boss, uh, Mr. Zazlev, basically uh, bowed down and bent over and got ready to take it you-know-where to uh, be on the left side of the news, CNN's new owner, uh, well, the CEO of CNN's new owner has called the network a leader in news of the left. Yes. Mr. Zavlev, uh, you know, says that basically his job is not to be on, on, on what is right, but what is wrong. Yes, that is his position. He wants to do all news from the perspective of, you know, communism, socialism, and every other ism that is wrong in the world. Uh, and basically that's because in his mind, that's the only way his network will survive if he takes the left side of the lane. Unfortunately, what the guy doesn't understand is when you go left, you go wrong. And when you go left, your ratings go down. That is basically what has happened for every news organization in the world that has gone too hard left because most people just don't want to go with left because they know what is right. And we know where that is. <laughs> What's good is with God. What isn't? Well, you figure it out. Here's what he had to say on the matter of being a lefty loony. Did you say to the left? <laughs> Man, you weren't kidding. To the left. Uh, and we're now the leader in news to the left. Uh, and we're now you know, the leader in news to the left. Uh, and we're now, you know, one of the leaders in the sports. Definitely. Right. Did you say to the left? <laughs> Man, you weren't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that, that was an aside. I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. So basically, that's it. You know, the, the interview that he had on air as the new boss saying that he's towards the left of center. You know, he's going to be on the left side of things. He's going to be on the wrong side of things. And that's the way his network is going. But that is not what is wrong. You see, this is the wrong time to be on the side of the left because as we speak in China, they have basically decided to replay the 1933 Olympics where Hitler declared, you know, uh, Aryan supremacy and all that. Because essentially Xi Jinping just declared Chinese communist supremacy around the world. Yes, they are still communist in China. And uh, that is, of course, their point of view. It is their right to be what they want to be, you know, obviously. But uh, they are now in a united front with China. Beijing is projecting its power. In one instance, a reporter who went out there and stood up and said, you know what, uh, you know, we're starting to report on, on uh, topics or, or, or give a statement that had to do with, uh, with China's treatment of Uyghurs and, and other ethnic minorities. Uh, he basically said uh, bye-bye to the crowd by being dragged away by security officers in the middle of his spiel just for saying something that could be overheard by other people. And there was practically nobody around. And, of course, as uh, the left celebrates, uh, it is uh, noted that uh, as of today, a cyber attack has taken place on News Corp. Now, News Corp is the home of the Wall Street Journal, uh, Fox News, uh, and, and, and many other uh, um, uh, news organizations around the world. The cyber attack, of course, uh, took place primarily dealing with emails. Hey, does that cover my old billings from, you know, 2000-something where... I didn't get paid enough. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> well, maybe they'll find some of my story proposals in there. I think I used to send like every day 
you know, when you're a freelancer, and I work with several news corp outlets, Sky News in the UK, uh, Fox News in the United States. I also submitted stories to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, I also work with many other other news outlets. And the fact that just as China is declaring its presumptiveness declaration of, uh, well, political superiority, they, they didn't really say racial superiority, but they said political and systemic superiority to the West and the decadent other nations around it, while uh, Putin was uh, clapping on the side, uh, as he, of course, uh, prepares to invade another small European country. Uh, pretty much to him, it's, I guess, like uh, he having a brownie. But News Corporation, which has been basically more to the center, they're actually not to the to the right. A lot of people confuse News Corp with being on the right of things. But actually, News Corp has almost always been to the center of things, which is where actually you should be, because if you take too much one side, you lose out on the other side. And that's where you're supposed to be fair and balanced. Yes, some news outlets have an editorial stance at News Corp that is definitely more on the conservative side or the right side of, of, uh, of uh, uh, opinion and editorial. I know I work there, but I was never, ever, ever, ever asked to report a position uh, as a journalist while working as a journalist from any particular political point of view. I was always told to just report the facts, report the news, and that was it. Anyway, here's what's happening at News Corp as read to us by my wonderful computer. Computer, take over. Computer. Hey, sorry. News Corp was the target of a hack that accessed emails and documents of journalists and other employees. An incursion the company's cybersecurity consultant said was likely meant to gather intelligence to benefit China's interests. The attack, discovered on January 20th, affected a number of publications and business units including the Wall Street Journal and its parent Dow Jones, the New York Post, the company's UK news operation, and News Corp headquarters, according to an email the company sent to staff Friday. News Corp said it notified law enforcement and hired cybersecurity firm Mandiant Incorporated to support an investigation. Mandiant assesses that those behind this activity have a China nexus, and we believe they are likely involved in espionage activities to collect intelligence to benefit China's interests, said David Wong, vice president of incident response at Mandiant. Newsletters on UP, the 10 point. A personal, guided tour to the best scoops and stories every day in the Wall Street Journal. Preview subscribe News Corp disclosed the hack in a securities filing Friday, saying its preliminary analysis indicates that data was taken. Representatives for the Chinese embassy in Washington didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. So basically that's it. Yeah, China is uh, on the same day that CNN comes out and says, we're pro-left, we're pro-commie. Uh, you know, we are now the Commonwealth News Network. Yeah, da, da, yeah, whatever. Uh, on the same day that that comes out, News Corp gets hacked. Uh, so that, that kind of tells you something is up and something is rotten and it may be something busted in Beijing. Unfortunately, if Joe Biden were a real president and had the balls and backbone to be able to stand up to China, maybe something different might happen. But here we go, you know, a news organization that he doesn't like, that doesn't like him somewhat uh, because of politics and other editorial issues, 
uh, like the management of the economy, like oil fuel prices going up from basically $10 to $90 in a year. $10 a barrel. It went to $90 a barrel in less than a year. Yeah. Joe Schmo. That's what he did. That's the Green New Deal for you. Uh, and people just still wonder what is going on. If there is a drop in demand because electric cars are coming into uh, whatever, then there should not be a price increase. But what is happening is there is a rise in demand, even with the Green New Deal and all these other programs being pushed out there to move away from fossil fuels. So something is going way, 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 way wrong with the economy. And that's why people are upset with Joe Schmo. It's not because of, of politics. It's the way he's been running the economy. Have you gone to the grocery lately and tried to pick up a, a set of pork chops? I look at the pork chops. Now, now hold them up to the light. If you can see through your pork chops, you've gone through the experience that I have gone through. I am legally blind. I have glaucoma, but if I can hold up a pork chop and see the light shining through it, there's something wrong somewhere. And that just tells you how bad things are. These were things that used to cost maybe $1.99 two years ago here in New York City, and now they're costing upwards of $4. I feel sorry for people who have large families and have to feed them on those types of situations. Anyway, we were talking about News Corp and what more about this hack coming from China onto a major news organization that represents one of the major newspapers that deals with trading on the stock market on the same day that the largest internet social network tumbled in value by $252 billion. We now hear that the, the largest, uh, you know, uh, business news organization, the wall street journal, is being hacked by papers uh, and organizations in China. And for what end? Well, we don't know, but it is the same day that Beijing is coming out with their pronouncements on other things. Anyhow, let's uh, listen more to the article. That was published by the Wall Street Journal. I am doing this uh, uh, for those who are also visually impaired so they can read and learn more about what is going on in the world. It's a simple way. Just highlight it, read it, punch it, go. News Corp said in the memo to staff it believes the threat activity is contained. The company has been offering guidance to affected employees. We are committed to protecting our journalists and sources. We will not be deterred from our purpose to provide uniquely trusted journalism and analysis. We will continue to publish the important stories of our time, said Almar Latour, chief executive of Dow Jones and publisher of the Wall Street Journal. The company's investigation indicates that systems housing financial and customer data, including subscriber information, weren't affected, according to the securities filing and a person familiar with the matter. The investigation detected that the intrusion appeared to date to at least February 2020, according to people briefed on the matter, and scores of employees were impacted. The hackers were able to access reporters' emails and Google Docs, including drafts of articles, the people said. The company was still trying to determine which emails and documents were accessed, the people said. 
Reporters who were affected by the hack and were briefed on it expressed concerns to company officials about protecting their sources' identities. Law enforcement officials and cybersecurity experts say that journalists are often high-priority targets for hackers seeking to gain intelligence on behalf of foreign governments because they speak to sources who might have valuable or sensitive information. Powerful surveillance tools have been used against journalists and human rights activists. U.S. authorities have accused China-based hackers for years of targeting a range of American businesses and government institutions. FBI Director Christopher Wray said this week that Beijing is running a massive, sophisticated hacking program that is bigger than those of every other major nation combined. The FBI has more than 2,000 active investigations related to allegations of Chinese government directed theft of U.S. information or technology, Mr. Ray said. China has repeatedly denied allegations that it has carried out cyber attacks. In 2013, Chinese hackers trying to monitor news coverage of China hacked into the journal's network, apparently aiming to spy on reporters covering China and other issues, the journal reported. The New York Times had experienced a similar attack. At the time, a Chinese embassy spokesman condemned allegations of Chinese cyber spying and said Beijing prohibits cyber attacks. Well, you know, Beijing prohibits cyber attacks, they say, but the reality is that that is not true because in China, there are entire organizations uh, that are that are out there that, that basically do the job of it. Now, news corporations said the cyber attacks targeted journalists. Uh, cyber cybersecurity firm said that uh, the uh, attack likely is linked to sources that all point to the People's Republic of China. Uh, Rupert Murdoch founded the parent uh, company of the Wall Street Journal and Dow Jones. Uh, you know, uh, this is the target of a cybersecurity attack that has affected a limited number of employees. Uh, Fox News employees have not been affected. It does not appear that Sky News employees have been affected. The company said in an email to staff uh, Friday uh, that it primarily was to benefit China's interest. Um, the uh, News Corp has said that the uh, cyber security activity uh, began on January 20 uh, and affected a limited number of businesses and uh, business accounts. Primarily, it seems that they were looking for sources who were talking to them about situations in uh, the Asia Pacific region and also how these situations affected uh, the, uh, the, the uh, uh, Chinese government and also the, uh, the uh, uh, Olympics. Uh, primarily, this is likely involved in espionage activities designed to uh, benefit the People's Republic of China. News Corp said that it is investigating uh, it independently, but it's also cooperating with people it trusts in the Five Eyes organization. Now, the Five Eyes, of course, are Australia, New Zealand, the United States, UK, and Canada. Uh, these are the uh, five English-speaking countries in the world that have uh, their, their own intelligence organizations. And they're coming together to look at this because this is a major threat. I mean, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is the, uh, the, the system that comes along and basically sets the standard for the New York Stock Exchange as to stocks that are traded. You may not think a lot about it. You may think, oh, well, you know, only all those rich people have stocks. No, if you have a 401k account and you're putting money aside and investing in a 401k account, uh, that is designed so that there can be public money by, you know, thousands, millions of people 
who throw money into the stock market to be able to do long-term corporate investments uh, in companies and and thus allowing themselves to uh, you know to to take part in the broader market of like you know massive hedge funds that allow for for retirement accounts for people who put money away. If you put money away, say twenty years ago, uh, and and you invested in, uh, in in technology companies, and all of a sudden uh, the company you were invested in happened to be Facebook yesterday, well you lost twenty six percent of your share value if you had shifted to. Uh, the company that is known as uh, uh, what is this new uh, tech firm that they uh, that they put up the parent company um, of of Facebook, whatever that is, uh, which which is the company that lost a lot of money in, in share value. So you know it is all linked. Uh, I, is it the Matrix? No, it's not the Matrix. It's it's the Meta. Meta. Yeah, the Metaverse. So so basically, uh, Facebook of course has a parent company. It's called Meta. Meta lost 26% of its share value because primarily of the inroads of a Chinese company owned in part by the People's Republic of China's communications arm. Uh, the CCP does own shares of stock and does have corporate representation. Can you imagine if the United States government had corporate representation in Facebook directly? If members of Congress could sit on the Facebook board meeting, oh my God, can you imagine how badly that would be run? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> or Twitter, for example, or or uh, or Instagram, or all these other companies that are that are put together under under that, or Google, for that matter. All of these are one hundred percent privately owned companies. Yes, there are government employees who who uh, pull together the resources and bought shares of stocks under their retirement fund programs, but they have no direct participation in the management or or anything. And government really doesn't really have any say, as we can tell, very much so. And, and what's out on their sites and whatnot. So what are we talking about here? Well, that is the danger of China coming in and targeting something like the Dow Jones News Organization. Dow Jones is basically one of the primary engines for economic activity in the United States. So if you could hack into Dow Jones and get the emails of contact people, uh, you know, you could actually create a panic in the stock market by doing targeted attacks and sending out emails to people to you know, say that, oh, this stock is bad or, or this business thing is not going right or this thing is, is not moving in the right direction. And that is why there is a lot of reason for, for all of these things to be very, very carefully handled. So as we said, you know, the, the News Corp situation is something that is being investigated. Let's listen to this fire truck going by down the road. I do not know where the fire is. It's supposed to be freezing out. It's been raining all day. Why is there a fire truck? I don't know. Maybe China sent it down the road. No, I'm just kidding. A lot of people say, you know, there's a lot of things that you don't understand. You know, how can you blame everything on the PRC and the People's Republic of China? You know, it sounds almost paranoid. Well, no, that's just the way they are. They are a totalitarian state, a totalitarian government. And, uh, you know, they do have entire divisions of their government that do nothing but sit down and take notes. And, you know, they have the Tencent Army, which are basically... Uh, almost 2 million paid regular workers, government workers, uh, who are trolls, who basically do nothing but surf the internet. They've been taught language skills in English, in Spanish, in, uh, I believe, French. And, and they primarily just go out and they troll the world. Uh, you know, and, and they have 2 million of those people, you know, working, working full time. 
uh, and, and that is their job description. Every day they have lists of paperwork, people they have to troll, things and issues they want to take up. And they do an excellent job at it, actually. Uh, can you imagine if there was a, an American corporate equivalent of that other than CNN? But anyhow, so leaving on that matter, we're going to we're going to take a look at, you know, what is going on and what, of course, is, uh, you know, what what exactly uh, has happened here, as we very well know, uh, you know, the uh, uh, issues that are that are coming up uh, are, are very strong, uh, you know, the uh, uh privacy violations that took place of, of uh, this media company will not be taken up by, you know, the, the, the Biden administration because they just don't like News Corp. Um, even though one of the biggest donors to Hillary Clinton's campaign was the Murdoch family, a lot of people don't realize that. But, uh, you know, and, and as you look at all these things, they tend to put a lot of these issues onto a different light. So as we go very close to all of this and, and we take a look at what's happening today in the world, uh, we have to, of course, uh, give a parting shot to Mr. Steve Forbes and uh, so what, is, what is happening with uh, the uh, glaring omissions in Biden's Buy America pledge. Apparently, according to Mr. Forbes, uh, there's there's still a lot of things that Biden needs to discuss and talk about when it comes to uh, his Buy America pledge, where where he promised the other day while he was here in Brooklyn that that you know the U.S. government was going to buy more American-made products. Unfortunately, that is not the case. It seems that most of the products they're buying are you know made by lackeys, donors. Uh, who, who, you know, throw a lot of money at the Democratic Party. And many of these corporate sites are in China, of all places, and other parts of the world, which do not benefit the American worker. Here's Steve Forbes uh, to, to talk more about it. Press conference this morning, President Biden reiterated his Buy American program, but he, didn't, but he neglected to mention two glaring exceptions. One is they're buying $1.3 billion of instant COVID tests from a Chinese company. The biggest of all, though, is his war against American energy. How about buying American energy? Already, thanks to his war against the oil and gas industry, production of oil in America is down 2 million barrels a day. Instead, we're making up that gap by buying oil from Vladimir Putin and members of OPEC. If Biden really wants to buy American program, let's start with energy. High energy costs are going to mean more inflation, which is going to hurt American businesses and hurt this wonderful American recovery. And that, of course, is Steve Forbes. Now, Steve, of course, has his own way of looking at the world. You know, obviously, uh, uh, he owns, uh, you know, shares of stock in this in this massive Forbes news organization, uh, and, and that is just the kind of, uh, of of point of view that you would expect from someone on, on the center uh, of things or, or center right, if you want to put it that way, uh, and and essentially making a, making a very strong point. If fuel prices are where they're at and there are issues that need to be discussed, you know, you have to understand that, you know, uh, you just can't be on that far of the left of things and expect things to just go right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep jumping back on that. I keep harping back on that. I shouldn't be harping on that all the time just because someone has a perspective that isn't exactly my own. 
of course, they're entitled to that perspective, even if I basically disagree with them and I'll pray for them should they end up burning in hell. Uh, but that is, of course, life. And, uh, you know, we always pray for the eternal salvation of everyone. And hopefully Jesus enlightens them and brings them uh, closer to God, which is where we should all be trying to be on the right side of things. I'm Mike of New York. That has been my uh, podcast on this Friday. Well, a freeze day on a Friday. And we'll talk more about that freeze day on a Friday. Hey, I got Governor Hopeful coming up on another podcast in a little bit and her press conference about the frozen conditions while she was in the Finger Lakes area of New York State and uh, talking with her team about the issues surrounding uh, the uh, current freeze uh, day that we're going through here in the state of New York. Have a pleasant day. Be safe out there. I'm Mike of New York. Mike Cohen, and this has been our podcast.